And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who got her start dancing for distracted shoppers at the mall. Now she tells jokes for distracted drivers on Sirius FM. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a Grammy-winning jazz vocalist, best known for his soulful zippity zaps and finger-snapping bippity baps. It's the hashtag Al. And he's a producer who just kind of comes and goes whenever he damn well pleases. For God's sake, it's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to cook and jar your own toe jam. I'm her husband, Daniel, and I'm not a big fan of Champers for Brecky, but I love me some Whiskers for Denny. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Brazil nuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests, and then I need to say something to Greg. <laughs> hello, Greg Heller. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Hello, Al. Hello. Hi, Daniel. I think you owe everyone an apology. Brazil nuts are the worst nuts. Oh, my oh, God, Daniel. I'm gonna, hang on. Hang on. I can't on. believe you just said that. I'm going to get... Have we good. talked about this? I hate no. Brazil. I find Brazil um, nuts. Hey, sorry, talking, sorry, talking sorry. over here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say about Brazil nuts. Uh, I, I didn't realize we had a whole my thing. First day hosting. <laughs> I know it sounds like it. I've got a, look. I've got a Brazil nut situation. You can't that I just need to drop share. a Brazil nut bomb and expect us to ignore it. Is Clear. the thing you're going to say that they're footballs full of oil? Because if so, I agree with it. All right, folks. Hi, hi, Jeff. Oh, hi, Allison. <laughs> Are you ready to start? <laughs> Excuse me. Cough less, you thumb dick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, now look. I planned the Brazil nut conversation for a little bit later, so you guys are going to have to hold off. Mm-hmm. You're burying and the lead. I did not. <laughs> I did not intend to start this way, but look, Greg. Because you enjoy fidgeting, mm. a listener suggested pipe cleaners because they're soundless. <laughs> right. But you have found a way to make sound with them by wrapping them around the microphone. <laughs> I don't know for sure that it creates sound, but my hunch is that probably that would not be the best place to affix them. I'm going to make it like, you know how Steven Tyler's mic stand has like three million <laughs> scarves on it? It's going to be that, only they're just going to be pipe cleaners suggested by a fan. Perfect. This is going swimmingly. Okay, there's a lot, a lot to get to. The aforementioned Brazil nut conversation, a video from a fan, um, Vanderpump rules and Daniel updates. But first, I want to start by talking about something that uh, that came up on a recent episode, 50 Nifty United States Mm. and Really Rosie, the song Chicken Soup from Chicken Soup with Rice from Really Rosie. Um, a lot of people wrote in and thanked us for singing these songs. And, and there's a lot of like, oh, my God, um, you know, I can't believe, you know, really, Rosie. I hadn't heard that since grade school. I thought I was the only one who knew it, blah, blah, blah. So that made me go download Really Rosie from iTunes. And it, for people who don't know it, it was this it's like a 
I did Wikipedia it. Carol King. Um, yeah, Carol King sings it, and the lyrics are by Maurice Sendak, based on yeah. some different books that he had written. And they made a, a TV thing of it, but it's like a musical theater. I think they made a, I don't know if it's a short musical or they made a whole musical. Um, and children's theater workshops often do it. But anyway, listening to it, it was crazy. Oh, and also, there's a character named Chef Jeff. Wow. Yes, that was pretty what? exciting. Um, but... <laughs> It was just crazy how much it brought back the feeling of being the age I was when I used to listen to it. And then I was listening like oh, to the point where the nostalgia was so intense that I was almost like, I don't think I can keep listening to this. I'm just wondering if other people have that feeling. And then today, the craziest thing happened. Um, and this is going to get dark for a moment and then we'll lighten it up with talk of shitty nuts uh, <laughs> from Brazil or named Brazil. Uh, but anyway, I was listening to it and in one of the songs, um, there's a, actually a character named Ch- Chicken Soup and that's really Rosie's brother and he chunky dies. Chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable, <laughs> chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> the plot revolves around this kid, really Rosie, who wants to make a musical of her life and specifically of the demise of her brother, Chicken Soup, which sounds dark, except then I went and read the lyrics and he died choking on a bone in Chicken Soup. So it's not like... Oh my God, that's it's, awful. That's not great. Wait, so she wants so to... So it's not dark? It's worse? It's about cannibalism? Well, what I mean to say is it's in that sort of Shel Silverstein, Jack Proletsky... Sure. Charles, okay. Charles Manson. Yeah, Roald Dahl kind of fantasy dark. Uh, yeah. It's not a... Richard, um, uh, Richard Scary, Busy Town? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who's Jack Proletsky? That's not a thing. No, I won't turn orange if I eat this orange. That's his uh, opus. He was Any, another poet. Anyone at the table. Any, someone yeah, will write yeah, in yeah. and know it. Anyway, though, the last line of this song is Chicken Soup Passed Away. And all of a sudden, I remembered that this is where it gets dark for me. The feeling. <laughs> so when I was in first grade on like the last day of first grade, I came home and and I was told that we had to get on a plane and we flew up to San Francisco, which is where my mom is from, because her mother was dying that night. And both of her parents, they both had cancer and they both died within like two or three weeks of each other. And it was very intense and awful, especially for my mom, who I think was 31 or 32 at the time. Um, But it's just something that is sort of, I don't ever really think about it, but it's just part of my, just happened, you know, and it's been so many years ago. But all of a sudden, I remembered what it felt like when I was that age and I was learning about all this stuff and, like, specifically the feeling of my grandparents dying when I was six or seven. It's just so crazy the way music can transport a... Because it's one thing to have a memory come back, but this was the feeling that came back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy how music can do that. It's scary. Yeah. I have that with any time I hear Cat Stevens songs, I immediately am trend like I go back to my childhood when my parents were still like 
okay with each mm-hmm. other. And my dad used to sing Cat Stevens songs all the time. And it's like, I can't help it. Sometimes I just want to go listen to Cat Stevens because I think like, oh, this was such like a, I was little and I had no cares. And I remember my dad singing it. And those are like positive memories from my parents' marriage. Right. And so I do, I know exactly what you're talking about. Smells can also do it sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that smell, the smell center of the brain is close to the, memory center yeah yes i don't know music from the 80s pop music from the 80s from when i listened to a lot of music on the radio just because i was in junior high school and what, hadn't really figured out what kind of music i liked yet really takes me back like all of that 80s stuff it just it takes me back to that place in a way that almost no other music does but do you have the thing that i do where it's like it takes me back to the point where I can't really handle it. Like, it's too much. I want to just come back to the present. It, yes. It's it's close <laughs> for me, but there was a time I recently, there was a record that I used to listen to when I was a little kid, and it was called Blinky the Lighthouse Ship. <laughs> I have no independent recollection of how any of it went, except that it existed. And I remembered the title, and I thought, well, let me, let me look this up and see if it's on YouTube. And, I mean, I haven't heard it since I was seven, right? Look it up on YouTube, put it on. I knew every sound effect yeah. every little thing and i knew every word of the entire record instantly and it, it did it took me back to just like i was like a kid listening to this record and i wasn't overwhelmed because it, it didn't remind me of a specifically bad time but but it took me there so if that if that memory had been related to something negative it would have it would have put me right there mm-hmm. yeah i feel like um well, the coolest thing about that sort of thing is how you whenever you're at any point in your life, it just feels normal. You just feel normal. You're not aware of how you feel. You're just feeling what you feel. But if you listen to some kind of music a lot during a particular time in your life, and then you don't really listen to it again, and then 10 years later, 20 years later, I had this experience listening to this um, one uh, Cure album recently. I, I uh, put it on for some reason, and it was like... <laughs> it was, I was going to get up and walk away. Does Al not like? We the just cure? sat in an hour's worth of traffic because of the cure. Yeah, they're at the oh. playing the Bible. So oh. I've been cursing their names all <laughs> night long. That's anyway. hilarious. Um, not, not important. Love the cure. Um, so <laughs> I was listening to it, and it was like that thing where you go right back. But what was interesting is how um, you f- you can remember exactly how you felt at that time in your life, and um, it's like you get a sense of how you've changed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Right, you 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 sense the contrast, I, and it, I'm it, no longer that six year old. Yeah, or that nineteen year old, or that twenty five year old. And the thing is, it's like for a, almost every time, if I catch that feeling, I want to keep go. It's like a drug. I want to keep listening to it for a while because I want to try to like get the full sort of you know landscape of that feeling and try to right. live in it as much as I can. But it just it 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 goes away. But there's I can't. I can't access the feeling of that time without the music. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to eat a pot cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting right now that I'm acting like a pothead? I, I'm not not. <laughs> I mean, just a tiny bit. <laughs> just a tiny bit. I don't know. I remember a therapist said to me that the subconscious or the unconscious um, doesn't know the passage of time. So mm-hmm. like when you're feeling something that's kicked up from your subconscious, it is as real to you mm-hmm. or it's as real to your subconscious. Now I'm getting lost in this one, but it's as real as when it actually... have another pot cookie, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> it's as real as when it actually happened. Sure. Okay. Whatever. 
Let's talk about nuts. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, um, today, I decided to get fancy, and I made myself some cauliflower with a couple of cut-up prunes and a chopped-up Brazil nut. Now, I know that sounds disgusting, and as it turned out, it was disgusting, but at the time, I was like, well, look who's a gourmet, possibly a gourmand, because it's sort of like... A prune is sort of like dates, and Brazil nuts are sort of like nuts. Did you improv this? Yes, I did. Oh, can you imagine if this was an actual recipe no, but somewhere? Like, <laughs> you didn't like Google it and then decide to do it. You invented the, this flavor profile, this combination of foods. I only ever invent stuff. Okay. This was a this recipe. This is not on her Pinterest board. I'm a, ma- yeah. I'm a maverick. It was a recipe out of the lack of joy of cooking. <laughs> exactly. It's a great book. This is the cooking equivalent of a thousand monkeys with a thousand typewriters. Yeah. Eventually. Because I, I could say together. like, it sounds not great, but it's not like chocolate-covered mushrooms or something. It doesn't right. immediately make me go, no, those things shouldn't make contact. Well, I'm someone with a mouth who likes to eat. <laughs> oh, oh such an awesome drop. Does that... I'm someone with a mouth who likes to eat. It makes it sound like I'm saying... My ma- I, I own a mouth and that mouth likes to eat as opposed to I like to eat. Okay, what I'm going to leave off the pot cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Thank you, I think. You're an Epicurean, so you would know. It's it's in the neighborhood of things that sound like things that people would make. If I saw it on a menu, I would be like, I- I'd be willing to give that a shot. Yeah. It's like, Don't. A, it's, it's like kind of a decent chopped basket. Right? What? Sure. <laughs> Wait, what's chopped. that? Have you ever watched a the basket? TV show? Oh, oh uh, yes. Yeah. I okay. thought this was like a dish that the cool people in LA are ordering. <laughs> oh, oh, man. We like were, an app. Yeah, we were in Eagle Rock and we had a chopped basket. What the fuck were you doing? No, it's just the basket from the show Chopped. Right. Right. Could not be less cool and, than any joke in the world. So anyway... <laughs> As I was eating it, every single time I would crunch down on a piece of Brazil nut, I was like, I feel like I'm eating a the uh, like part of did I forget to take out the little like stem part of the prune? And then I'm like, no, there wasn't one. Is there apple core that got in here? Every single time I ate a tiny bit of Brazil nut, my mouth, the one I've mentioned before that likes to eat <laughs> was convinced same mouth same mouth it was biting down on something that i meant to throw out that accidentally got in there it's like every single time i could not get past it that's how little flavor and how mushy brazil nuts are did what you, is their purpose did you agree with your mouth yeah Wait, which mouth okay the one that likes to eat my mouth and i are on the same page brazil nuts what's the point i don't think i've ever eaten one do you know what they are yeah they're, I know what they are, yeah. but I've always avoided them. The, keep on avoiding. Yeah, I I knew I didn't like them, but I fell for their Al Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts. They always in my house. We would always have like the Christmas mixed nuts, mm. and Brazil, Brazil nuts were right. always there. And they would stay there so long that eventually I would think like, is this like the soap that nobody uses? Are these just like decorative nuts? <laughs> Because <laughs> we would, nobody would eat them. So yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'm very anti. Gross. They're yeah, disappointing in every way because they they don't have exactly the texture you want. They're just a little too soft for a nut, and the flavor you're just chasing a flavor. There's there nothing there. There is no flavor. You know, they get overpowered by cauliflower. And there's way more <laughs> of them. They're just big, so yeah. it's just. Uh, well, I thought that I was circumventing the size by chopping it up, but that just made like a thousand bites of disappointment. <laughs> yeah. They also, I, I've never had them because they also have a wildly racist nickname. They do. Oh, yeah, they so, bad. Exactly. so bad. So bad. Always, I couldn't 
get past. Um, and and it wasn't that I had an a that image in my head, but it was just that I so affiliated them with racism, right? Because yeah. of mm-hmm. their I know. wildly racist. If you eat them, are you a racist? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, no, I think, you're, I, think you're taking, I think you're taking back the night. I think you're, you're taking you're back the night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're taking back the nut. Um, I'd like to say a couple of things. First of all, many nuts are just like a weird, crunchy packet of oil. Have you ever noticed yeah. that? Like, walnuts are just like a weird vehicle for oil. Yeah, it's like yeah. waxy oil. Yeah, and I also feel the same way about Brazil nuts. I find them to be disgusting, and I'm suspect of people who enjoy them. But I will say, have you ever seen where they came from? What they look like? No. Is like it like a, a cashew butthole. apple? No, it is so fascinating. Isn't it like a giant? Like it it's it like looks a, like a softball. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. a giant brown softball. And you cut that open. And inside of it, there there's a symmetrical layout of 10 perfectly symmetrical Brazil nuts inside of their little footballs, which you then remove and then crack those open. And that's where the nut is. Mm. So they're really beautiful, actually. But they're also sort of the essence of like... The hack joke of who is the first guy who thought to eat these, you know? Um, You would, if you saw them in nature, the steps between you and disgusting food are many. Yeah. So So it's not worth the effort. So it just goes to show you that, like, people were. I don't know, hungry, I guess, or <laughs> ambitious. Whatever those things hungry, a, a mixture of hung, hungry and curious. Yes, and super <laughs> like, curious. I'll eat that. I'll try that. It almost feel, feels like a filler food. Like you take them, you grind them into something, and then you add the flavor. It's not a thing on its own. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed yeah, we used to, to make Brazil nut bread. It was the best. I'm no, you didn't. <laughs> just ground it into flour. And we just... <laughs> but if you go to South America, I mean, do they have like, a, oh, you got to try the Brazil nut tart. <laughs> I don't it's so think good. So. You know I have they, no memories of that in South America. Do you know what, yeah, do you know what they're called in Brazil? Nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh you. my God. For anyone who feels sleepy, I would like to recommend a Casper bed. <laughs> I'm just saying if our conversation is putting you to sleep, I'm not suggesting we're boring or anything. Mm. You guys, Casper beds are so comfortable and if I know you, well, actually, I bet a lot of you guys know of Casper because you're uh, you're in the know. But the way that most people go about buying a bed where you go and you lay on a mattress in a store for however many minutes and you're like, oh, I think this is the bed that I want. Um, as it turns out, there's really not the correlation that you might think between laying on a bed or lying on a bed. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> for however many minutes and then being satisfied with the bed. Uh, Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. I just love the way Casper does business. Um, They make premium mattresses available for a fraction of the price. You don't deal with the high markups. You buy it online. They send the mattress to you in a box. They give you a cutting tool. And the box, it's not tiny, but it is not... It's small. Like you look at it and you're like, I cannot believe there's a whole bed in there. It's kind of magical. And then you open it and then a whole bed unfurls. It just puffs up kind of. Is it? Would you say puffs up, Daniel? It inflates itself. It, no, it does not. Im- well, no, not like you don't blow it up, but it's foam right. that's been yeah, compressed. It's, yes. And then all so of a sudden it the just air enters expand. It. Maybe. it expands. That is the Thank correct you. word. It's beautiful and it is magical uh and the mattresses are made of latex foam and memory foam uh and they're pretty 
They're pretty amazing. Risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. The mattresses are made in America, and there's a special offer for listeners of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend. So www.casper, C-A-S-P-E-R.com slash best friend, all one word, and using the promo code best friend, all one word. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. I have a thing. What's your thing? (laughs) This is a thing that I thought about recently, and please forgive me for interrupting the flow of the show, but I will never get another chance to bring this up. It has to do with the symmetrical nature of plants and nuts. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Has anybody ever eaten edamame or soybeans? And when you bite them in half, they split into two pieces. Yes. And they're always perfectly flat and seemingly the exa- completely symmetrical to each other. They're like twin beans. How do mm-hmm. they do that? I'm fascinated by that. Al? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably based well, hang on. on. <laughs> 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 Uh, so you're talking about the bean itself breaking into two. The bean, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I would I would imagine that it's based on the way it grows. It probably grows like equally on both sides, right? And there's probably like a line in the middle, meaning like that there's like a root that grows that bean, so it always breaks in that same spot, right? That's what I would think. I I, I understand that. I I think you're right. And I think you see that in a lot of other plants and seeds, like a peanut, yeah. for example. But it's perfectly smooth every time. Yeah. Like, I don't. It's yeah. amazing to me. Is it racist? If I, yeah, yeah. Usually, you when have you to start ask. with that question. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable already. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, no, <laughs> no, now, I know. Yeah, now we sort of need to know, or maybe we don't. I don't know. Do we need to know? Uh, um, does Al know what I'm about to say? <laughs> I do not. Oh. <laughs> um, is it racist if I associate the symmetry of a halved edamame with like the Japanese culture of efficiency? I don't no. think that's racist. No. No. I'm confused by it, but I don't think it's racist. You know how it's like clean, like the aesthetic of it is clean and minimal, and there's almost something feng shui so, about it. So, like the okay. Japanese got rid of any other plant that wasn't that wasn't didn't like, represent their ethos and yes. their aesthetic. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? You know, like everything in Japan about. is like They're, clean it's and incredible. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm at, whenever I've thought about what you're saying, Jeff, which I have, I'm always like, oh, this is a perfect Japanese bean because everything about it is so concise and symmetrical. Right. Yeah. Is that racist? No. Mm, I'm no. sure if it is, people will write it and let us know. Okay. Thank you. I feel like it's not necessarily no, not. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it is because I think you're just describing the culture of Japan. You're not saying anything about. No, but I think I might be generalizing the culture yes. of Japan. But that, I is still that don't think that's racist. Yeah. Jenna, is the thing that I think about um, Korean true. air, is that racist? <laughs> no, it's really, everything you think about Korean air is true. That's just marketing. And, <laughs> but it's, I'm not arguing whether it's that's true or racist, false. Jeff. But here's the thing. <laughs> can I tell, it took me a minute. But can I tell you, in Japan... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it's okay, I'm from Korea. Ah. And my brother lives in Japan, and my sister lives in Thailand. We're covered. I'm, we're covered. The okay. whole, yeah, we're good. Okay, good. What, in Japan, they have r- whole talk radio channels that are devoted to nothing but discussing what it means to be Japanese, and that you know, there's even a word for it. Like the the stuff you're talking about is something they talk about. It's 
part of the what do you culture. Mean? They. What is that? <laughs> the Japanese people, they, the culture is, um, uh, whatever. But I think on, if a bunch on. of like black dudes or Mexican dudes are sitting around talking about what it means to be black or Mexican, that's their conversation. Right. No, but it's okay. No, but Jenna is Japanese. <laughs> declared. Her middle name is Kim. Yeah, get on board, guys. Is it's that fine. your middle name or is it your last name? It's my middle name. It's your middle name? Yeah. yeah. So that's Japanese. It's Korean. It's good. It's Korean. So, uh, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so that, that's somewhat fascinating. Is yes. anybody fascinated by that? Uh, yes. yes. All right, thank you. I'm fascinated I'm by that Korea, tiny little nub in a peanut. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> what is that? I, I don't know, but I feel like it's... It's like the it's the, the it's, germ. It's like the belly button of a peanut. Yes. That's what it feels like. There you me. go. Okay. So, uh, as you guys know, I have become yes. quite taken with <laughs> Vanderpump rules. <laughs> Can't stop watching. Daniel made his feelings about the show clear on numerous occasions. Hate I love it. it. I love it. I love it. That's how I feel. Yeah, hate Daniel it. Hate, hated it past tense. Oh, my tense. God. <laughs> So I just would like to catch people up on Ugh, so the uh, about face that has happened. Well, we talked about this last week, didn't we? But it's gone further. So I may have already mentioned <sighs> a couple of these things either last week or on Snapchat. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's examine that tiny sentence right there. Why couldn't something have happened last week and on Snapchat? Mm. They, I just can't remember where it was. It could have been both. It Last week's yes. show. Oh, last week's show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Guys, I'm, I'm so out of practice. I don't even remember what we're supposed to do anymore. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I was doing Hollywood shit. Anyway, that what happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it started with, I ran into Daniel in the kitchen. No. And you were like, oh, I know. hey, you're here too. Right. Just, do you still, live here? Still live in here, huh? You All live right. in this neighborhood? <laughs> Well, here's the sad part. I think I had already gone to bed. And then I re-ran into it. I was like, oh, I'm okay, going to bed. Okay. He's like, I've got to stay up and watch Van. No, no, no. That's what happened. He's like, it's so good. I can't even. No, no, no. Sorry. Backing up. That's your further. sleepy self remembering. The first, sign, the first sign was he was upset with me that I watched ahead of him. Yeah. But he forgave me because he realized that I didn't know that he was into it. Then when I was getting ready to go to bed, he's like, it's so good. I can't. That is not an accurate. I love it. Then I'm like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Then I ran into you in the kitchen. And then he told me all about what happened on that episode. And then (laughs) now, now we're getting current. And then. We were watching an episode, and he had to get up to pour himself a glass of white wine, uh-huh. which is something they drink I, on the show all the time. Can I defend myself at Hang any on, point? Hang on. Let me just finish. <laughs> and lastly, You'll he, have was, your chance, he was staring, looking at me, and I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out what you'd look like with highlights. <laughs> <laughs> and on Saturday night, and I'm not proud of this, but I'm okay with this. We drove by Sir, which is the restaurant featured in we, the show, okay. and we saw one of the characters outside. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A okay. lot of a lot of people out there are getting a lot of ideas right now, <laughs> so I got to clear things up. Now, first of all, white wine. Uh, we have a lot of wine in the house. We do, and I got to get rid of it. And but, there's only one way to get rid of it. Uh, but so you that's have, number one. Haven't yeah, it's opened, technically that's not true. But you haven't opened a bottle of it since we've had it. 
Allison. Okay. You had your turn. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, second of all, a lot of white wine, chilled white wine is drank on that show. And after... That's my point. After days of watching it, I just was like, okay, I need to drink some goddamn white wine right now. But I drank it in a mason jar. Because, You're right, like a dude. Because I am also a hipster douche. <laughs> Uh, the Sir trip, like a douche, like a douche. We went, <laughs> we went to Sir because we were out doing um, errands. The errands being going by Sir. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we also. Oh, we also went by Pump. Yeah, but the whole point, I think, the whole point of the outing was to drive by these places, and we crammed in a couple errands while we were out. You justified it by going to groceries. We didn't need justification. No. Um, that was very exciting. Next step is actually having reservations. Yeah, we haven't there. graduated. Look, I, 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 the, I will say this. So I, I'm going to try to make this story real short. When I was babysitting Julie and my little brother a long time ago, I've told this story before. He was, I had to watch like eight consecutive episodes of Power Rangers, <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And by like episode seven, I was like, you know, Julian, I'm kind of, this isn't so bad because there's like, there's like a whole soap <laughs> opera element to it and everything. He's like, yeah, I just like it for the fighting. And so That's how I was. We are. Yeah. So I watched the whole first season of Vanderpump, and by the end of the first season, it gets real good. And <laughs> and I'm like, and you also like it just for the fight, or maybe it was maybe it was the second season. And so then I turned to Allison. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe these people. Like, can it? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just like to watch people yell at each other. He was so, upset <laughs> with me that I wasn't offended by the behavior of one of the characters it's, it's, in the same way he was. Beyond that, though. <laughs> It's a great show. It's people. It's just. Cr- I wouldn't even go that far. It's people who are constantly lying to each other. And it's brilliant. Like, that's all I can say. Let's go for my 30th birthday. Ooh, when is your birthday? In like two weeks. Let's do it. Right? Al offered to take me. He was teasing me the other night. Like, should we go to Sir? Yeah, so we I were in the same Oh, my God. We wavelength. should all go to we Sir. We should go Let's to go. Sir. Let's do it. Yeah, so for are sure. you going to tell everybody who we saw? It was sort James. of James. Well, wait. I don't know. Yeah, I have to watch some of it before we go. It wasn't. The, it wasn't. This, it was definitely not one of the main characters. That was the disappointment. Yeah, but I spoke with with guest of the show. I'm Stevie sorry. Ryan. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I know. We'll, Thank we'll just you. have to go back. I spoke with guest of the show Stevie Ryan, and she went there, and she you know was her server. And Tom was at the bar. The hilarious thing is, so it's a TV show, and I assume it's popular. I don't know. Is it doing well? I have no idea. There's a lot of seasons, aren't there? It's like four seasons. So it's a TV show where all of the characters, all the characters still work at the place, and you can go there, and it's kind of like... Chuck E. Cheese or something where you go it's like or it's like a Disney uh, <laughs> breakfast with the characters like you Chuck can e. see Chucky when you go yeah, there you go, right? it's yeah, like still oh there. fucking Goofy is waiting on me or whatever it's it's a weird thing that you can go and interact with the characters from the show that you're into it'd be it like going be more like Harry Potter's world it'd be like go, I'm gonna go have an operation done I'm gonna go to the Grey's Anatomy Hospital ooh Mercy West have you know Dr. Dreamy do the procedure you know I think it's that's like, a what? terrible idea yeah. I think it's Mick Dreamy it he's is, Irish it's Mick Dreamy yeah, yeah. And McSteamy. <laughs> Wait, Mercy West was the competing, the rival hospital, wasn't it? There at Seattle Grace. Seattle Grace. You're right. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. I actually, it was on the other day. I stopped watching a long time ago, but I found myself getting sucked in again. I think what happened is, when did you fall off of that show? Like season um, four or five-ish? I don't, uh, there was one season where they brought in a whole bunch of new doctors. Yeah. 
that that tested my patience. Um, I think I was still watching when the whole Cali and Arizona thing was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's about I when I fell that's, off. Yeah, around when I stopped. Because probably. I think there were like probably a season or two that were just kind of terrible mm-hmm. right around then. Because now I'm thinking like, what if I just picked up at like season seven? Right. Because now there's 12 seasons and they're on Netflix. So it's like... Oh, it's time, oh, right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to have to start watching again. Greg. Can I ask a question? Yes. So now, as experts of the show, do you believe the title of that show refers to the regulations <laughs> that Vanderpump has placed on her employees or the fact that she is the monarch of the establishment? You know, you know what I the think? The latter. I think it's both. You do? You, yeah. th- you perceive... Vanderpump rules to be double entendre. I, yes, I, I think they are like, oh, hey, check it out. It has two meanings. Does she ever... But doesn't it mean like Vanderpump rules? Yeah. I think it's that too. Does she ever oh. ha- lay mm-hmm. down... Are there specific rules? She yeah. never does lay boss. down the law. Oh, really? She's their boss yeah. and she's always, yeah, like keeping them in Keep line. Keep your personal stuff out of the restaurant. Well, it's hilarious because they're yeah. constantly <laughs> bringing their personal shit into the restaurant. Well, that's what the show's about. And then right. she'll <laughs> sit them down and act all concerned but oh, and then she'll go, look, I, then none of my business... I don't want this affecting my rest. Like she doesn't actually give a shit about any of their personal problems. She just doesn't want it to affect her business, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, you know, right. that was my question. How's your Hollywood shit? God, so busy with Hollywood stuff. I barely have time to come today, but I'm, I squeezed you guys in, squeeze you guys in between a conference call I made on the way here and one I have on the way out. Sweet. Thanks. Yeah. Are you rolling calls? I'm rolling calls. Yeah. Can I return? <laughs> That's a, you ever heard that one? That, that big TV one where they're the yes the manager's assistant or the agent's assistant says we of them mm-hmm. when you try and call they're like um, I don't have him right now can we return ah oh, it's horrible <laughs> even to say as a joke I'm whatever it's weird to think that every time they return the assistant is sitting there listening to always. the call the whole time always, every always, time always they're always on the phone what do they do with that info well, I mean, nothing, presumably, but presumably if you say like, hey, let's do this thing next week on Tuesday, they're writing all the information down or whatever. Yeah, but that's not what I mean. Yeah. I mean, any sort of gossip that might come out of the call. You know, uh, it's fairly commonly if I'm on the phone with one of the many handlers of Greg Heller. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. The, with the, he and I are currently on an email chain that's phalanx? 95% assistance. Yeah, the phalanx of handlers of Greg Heller. I'll say like... Hey, Steve, will you jump off? I want to say something to them. Are you serious? Yeah, I do that all the time. Do you trust that they do? Yes, I do trust that they do. I've never thought to do that. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Like if I want to say like, oh, hey, this actress came in and read for us and I didn't think she was right and whatever. um, I'll say, hey, will you jump off? I want to say something just to the person. Why would you not want the assistant to hear that? Because I don't know who the assistant is friends with and I don't have a relationship with the, the assistant. And the assistant is probably at Sir... Later that night, being a douchebag and telling all of his buddies, I heard that chick came into audition and she sucked. Well, that was my question initially. Like, what are you know? What are they doing with all this info? Yeah, they're probably like just telling their buddies about it. So I don't, I don't have a relationship with that person, so I don't trust them. I don't trust them as much as I don't trust the agent. (laughs) I don't. Let me follow that. Let me see if I can follow that. I don't trust them as much as I don't trust the. You should just ask them both to get off the call. (laughs) <laughs> just tell yourself. Can, can we end this call? I have something to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't feel like having a conversation right now. Yeah, See, that's case. interesting. I feel like I've said all sorts of stuff and never asked anyone to get off the call. Yeah, you have to be careful because you don't want to say anything bad about somebody, even if you're 
doing it delicately and have people you don't trust hear it. Yeah. Right? Well, mm. an assistance uh, network. I mean, they're constantly they talking to each other and having, you know. This could be why I'm not the superstar that I'm obviously destined to become. Do right. you think? Well, I don't know. It doesn't really no, explain why I have is... a fairly mediocre career. But... <laughs> but I mean, no offense to either of you, but I doubt that, you know, you're a big topic of conversation amongst the, the assistants who are networking in this time. I mean, you know, look, I love you. You're, but... you're so right. <laughs> you know. You're so right. Oh, boy. They're like, oh, gee, you have to hear what Allison said on oh. this conference call today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, guys, can you jump off this podcast? Daniel wants to say something. <laughs> I do. Uh, you're so right. Al, you work in, um, you have a job. Do you <laughs> hop on a call and jump in a meeting or jump on a call and hop into a meeting? <laughs> Dan, you can jump. You don't, I don't think he ever hops into uh, a meeting. I would say jump on a call or jump on a bridge. <gasps> yeah, we call them bridges yes, in bridge. IT. Mm. What does that mean? Uh, it's the same thing. It's like a conference call, a WebEx, a mm. webinar, any of those kind of things. Uh, yeah. And then I would say just Hop jump in a, in a conference room, jump in a meeting. Yeah. Daniel? I, I join a call or I hop on a call. Hop on a call. Oh, and uh, I... Uh, you jump into meetings? I don't think I do. Mm. I yeah. jump into meetings. I jumped into a meeting today, actually. Jumping into a meeting to me is like it's already started and you're going to yeah, yeah, jump yeah. it. I'm on the phone after. Sorry, I got to go. I have to jump into this meeting. Yeah. Yeah. TV stuff. Yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. We say ping. Do you ever, cause oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. All the, yeah, I'll ping him later today. I'll, I'll, I'll ping him. Oh, that's real IT yeah, speak. Yeah. But, yeah. but actually, non-IT people say that, too. Yeah. Ping, yeah. ping. Let's yeah. ping the dude. Yeah. Well, you, Al, you were here yeah. 25 minutes ago or so, when <laughs> Greg and I were talking before the show started about that thing on email where someone will say, like, you know, Kelly off Sam meaning in response to Sam. Do do they use that language? Which I'm, I had only, I'm, only ever seen in a script, like off of his look. Um, do they oh, use that language I've in IT? No, no, no. That's That sounds very like focused on Hollywood. But you yes. do the plus thing when you're adding someone to a chain? You just say like plus Steve yeah, and plus, plus Brad. Or I'll do like an X to say that I'm, I've like blind copied them. So like if my boss is on an email chain that he doesn't need to be on, like we've solved it, he's escalated for us, I'll blind copy him with my response so he knows that I'm on it. But like you don't need to know what happens after this. I've I'm now taking care of it, so I'll blind copy him. And X means we're like removing the boss. Yeah, or like say like like I'm removing this person from the email chain. You put that at the end or the beginning? I'll put it at the beginning. I'm gonna find a reason to do that tomorrow. Because I don't think what all I'm saying is like I don't think this person belongs in the conversation anymore. If you want to re-add them, you're welcome. Is it a capital X? No, it's lowercase X. Lowercase X hyphen or or just lowercase? Just like an X, like an extension. Like you know, like if you ever. Like Are you, you doing ever, that thing you did to me last no. night where Gaslight? you asked a bunch of mainland? <laughs> like, have you ever, um, no. if you give someone an extension so the phone dials itself, have you ever done that? No. What? So, like, when What's you're, happening? If, like, what? if you're emailing somebody and you say, like, hey, dial this number, and you know how, like, you can click on the number, like, you tap on the number and it'll take you right to your phone and yeah. call? Yes. If you give them, like, a number, like, if, if there's going to be a pause and then enter in these other six numbers, like, the code to get in. You can just do like the telephone number space, a lowercase x, and then the code, and it'll take that whole thing with it. And then the phone will ask you, like, I'm waiting. Tell me when to type in these numbers for you. I did not know that. I've had that happen before. I recently discovered that when people were sending out messages about conference calls. Mm -hmm. that Because what I would always do is I'd get the email about the conference call. I'd cut and paste the code onto my notes. Right. But then I realized, like... 
only within the last, geez, I've only known this maybe the last three, four months, you guys, that if you get on the call and they've set it up properly, the number is already there for it and you just have to yeah. enter it. And then all day. you do is like hit like enter it or sometimes like if you put like three P's, lowercase P's, it tells it how long to pause. Like each That's P like is like a two second pause. Old modem code stuff yeah. where, where yeah. the commas are a, a pause. Yeah, and that's what they used to do for like Blackberries were big on that when I used to crank on a Blackberry. I just want mm. everyone to recognize that I know something about a modem. <laughs> ATDT. That's all I know. U- useful knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> it's really helped me well. Mm. Um, so wait a minute. Are you saying you can just click on the number? And it'll dial and put in the conference yes. call code. If you if you use that format, yes. Okay, this it's pretty cool. That's something fascinating. That's amazing. I did yeah. not know that. No, I didn't either. Yeah, and I always feel like when someone does it, I'm like, thank you. That was like genuinely courteous, as opposed to like I just copied it from the website. Well, especially if you're driving, if you're in your car. Yeah, yeah. so it hard. Makes a yeah, huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Car, yeah. So when people do that, I'm always like, you get it. You okay, let's it. have this conversation. Do you guys do make a lot of do you roll calls in the car? I don't make a lot of calls in the car because I always have ways going. I don't like talking on the phone in the car. I do it almost never. I yeah. I, I will almost do. I, I I try to do nothing with my phone because it's just too distracting. Mm-hmm. I just have ways going and yeah, whatever. It's like I don't drive that much. Like if you can, you know, what if I was in the bathroom or what if I was in the shower? That'd be fifteen minutes, and you would get me. You know, leave me a message and I'll get back to you. Right. It, it, my old job, there were often conference calls happening super early, and my ass was not getting to work that early. Hey, sorry, yes. I sound like uh, hi. I'm sounding like a bitch right now. Cough less, you thumb dick. Cough a little <laughs> off the mic. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so I would uh, have to hop on conference calls while I was driving into work. Um, but I was going to say something else, and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, now I'm burning up with the subconsciousness of sounding like a tyrant. Mm-mm. It's actually it's dick. the dust from the pipe cleaners is like going into my. <laughs> I swear to God, oh, no! I found another way to make noise. <laughs> you guys, the most you can't win. silent of gifts. <laughs> but they do kick off some dust when you intertwine them, and I I have found myself choking on it a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll wash them. <laughs> If you could wet them a little bit before I came over, that'd be great. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. I'll see what I can do. Sorry. Do you talk on the phone in the car? You have to Mm. at your your old job. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. Al? I do. Yeah. I get phone. I'm I'm one where I will tell people, uh, like, I leave the office at a specific time. I do not stay late. The work will be there tomorrow when I get up. Um, And if I send this email to you at 9 p.m. tonight, you're still not going to read it till tomorrow morning. So people will call me while I'm on my way home, typically. Um, for just random things. So I always feel super important talking to my Bluetooth. <laughs> I got AT&T so that I could be on the phone and use Waze. It's the only one at the time that allowed you to do both. But see, you turn the sound off and just look at it. I like to have it talk to me. You use Waze to right. tell you directions of where you're going? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. like when it's rush hour, it'll kind of uh, weave you through rush hour. Oh, so you're looking for it to tell you like if there's a secret way or a yeah, way. Yeah, so I get like home that. fast. I see. I'm just looking for it to help me get places because I have the worst sense of direction in the world and pretty much don't know how to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. See, I always turn it on. I only turn it on if because I have alerts on my phone because it knows when I'm about to leave and it'll tell me like traffic is normal, your, nor- your commute time is this. And then I go like, well, I don't need ways today. A couple right. of years ago... There was a um, <laughs> there was a Larry Miller uh, thing that we went to in Hollywood, and I was working in West LA, and um, Bald Brian was going with Christy, and it was you and me, but you were here, and I was coming from work. 
Bald Brian lives close to where my work was. We left at the same time. I used Waze. He didn't. I got there a half hour earlier than he did. Wow. Quite a commercial for Waze. And we're not even getting money from them. Yeah. How many death-defying, nearly illegal left turns did you have to make? Oh, to beat so it? many. <laughs> so many. Make, you've approached the 405. Hook a left. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, just you got to plow right through yeah. eight lanes of traffic. Exactly. They should have crazy cir- circus music that they play for that. Like for the, for the guy that spins play, it's like... Just be all wackety sacks when you're driving. It is tough. I think it's yakety sacks. It's by Boots Randolph. The other thing that drives me nuts about Waze is when they'll send you down some cockamamie side street and you're doing it and then you get into a log jam and the window comes up and it goes we're detecting a traffic slowdown are you in traffic click yes aren't you supposed to be telling me seriously like why did you have me go down this street also why does the ways care so much about vehicles stopped on the shoulder ahead Because it'll slow traffic down. No, have you ever in your life been like, I wonder if there's some vehicles stopped on the shoulder? It doesn't affect anything. Yeah. Who cares people, if this vehicle stopped on the shoulder? People will slow down just enough for it to have that ripple effect. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's also users. The reason why Waze is so so popular and worth so much is because their user community Somebody put that was in, willing right. to throw those items out. And so it doesn't know that there's a tire in the road, but like 50 people do it and say, hey, there's a tire in the road. And then it will ask and say, confirm, like, did you see the tire that just went through there? Wait, you and know. somehow that's okay for you to do while driving, but <laughs> trying to I look know. up an address that is, is the, not okay. That is the problem with Waze. It's like if you wanted to report something, now you're a traffic hazard. They need yes. an easier yeah. way to do that, you know? By the way, have do any of you have your Waze speak to you as an English man? I don't listen I tried to Waze. That. Make a left on Washington Boulevard. <laughs> I, I love it. Switched. I love the way he says Boulevard. I had it switched to Morgan Freeman when they had that mm-hmm. option, and I really enjoyed it. And then yes. it switched back, and I was like, I don't care about this. They anymore. had um, Terry Cruz for a while. That was cool. Like, Make a right, but the British guy can say street names, and none of the oh. celebrities can say street names. That's right. why I like the British guy, and he says Washington Boulevard. I don't Wait, like it because it can't... interrupts podcast because Terry Cruz doesn't have time to go in and say the street oh. name of every street in Los Angeles. Probably, yeah. Is that how they do it out? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, it was like very generic thing. Yeah, he's yeah. like turn left up here or whatever. That was yeah. my Terry Crews. Yeah, they're the fa- the fancy ones that are built into it. They're I think they're all computer generated. Yeah, well, like Siri is an actual person. It's a, but it's like recorded. Like she just says every word and then Siri it follows it out. me on Twitter. I don't mean to brag. That's kind of a big oh, deal. Oh man, that's a little the creepy. voice of Siri. That's a big deal. Yeah. Jenna, phone calls in the car. I'll do it. I'll take them. Uh, more so before Sam. Now it's like I mean. At any moment, she could erupt. So it's a little more risky. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, speaking of children, um, I received the nicest email from a fan. And she said, and there was a video attached, which we will play the audio of. Um, but she said, my four-year-old son sings your opening song all the time and often asks, will you sing me that Allison song when I'm putting him to sleep? Aww. Uh, by the way, I thought I'd share this since you seem to be going through something similar. I had him after four years of infertility and fertility treatments, sending lots of good thoughts to you on your journey. Um, okay, so then I watched this like 1,200 times. Can you play it? Allison, Rosen. Allison, Rosen needs your new best friend. <laughs> Jack Rogers. Jack Rogers is your new best friend. Isn't that so sweet? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's cute. Let's hear it again. So cute. It's so cute. I'll I'll, um, I'll put a link to it on the episode summary. Let's just do it one more time. Allison, Rosen. Allison, Rosen needs your new best friend. 
Jack Rogers. Jack Rogers is your new best friend. Stop oh. it. So that's Jack Rogers singing? Yes. That is cute. That so, is cute. That's a cute name. That's then cool I name. wrote back and yeah, I said... Jack Rogers. That's like a solid yes, name. Yes, it legit. really is. Yeah. He's like a bounty hunter. Absolutely. Come on. He is. He's a four-year-old bounty hunter. I'm just saying the name. He's, he's going to grow up to be, you know, a swashbuckler. Yeah. 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 I said, oh my goodness, that is so sweet. I nearly teared up while watching it. And Daniel was in the room when I played it and came over to watch as well. We love this. Thank you so much for sending. And then I wrote back and said, okay, I've returned to this and watched it repeatedly because it's so cute. I just love this. She wrote back, you've completely made my evening by responding to this. I just love your podcast and point of view. I was explaining to my son that you responded and saw him singing the Allison song. And he said, wait, Allison is real. I thought she was just from the song. Then he asked to see a picture of you. So I showed him and he looked puzzled and extremely annoyed with me and said, <laughs> and said but what did she look like as a little kid? Oh, <laughs> Isn't that so cute? Um, so then I, I, <laughs> I sent a couple pictures of me as a kid. And she said, uh, thanks for sending these amazing pics of teeny Allison. Jack asked, can she come play? Oh. He's far more impressed with little Allison than big Allison. <laughs> No, so no one cute. likes Big Allison. Um, isn't that so cute? Yes. I just had to share that because cute. it's just it just warms my heart. Um, <sighs> so cute. And uh, you know, just to let it all hang out. I wondered if I should just edit out the sentence where she's like, "Oh, I love your podcast. And I love your point of view." Because I'm like, is that totally self-aggrandizing to leave that in? But I felt it was sort of necessary for the flow of it. But speaking sure of self-aggrandizing. It, it totally was, honey. Hey, look, I, I did cut out a portion of the first email. It was, honey. It I was, halved the self-aggrandizement. Honey, it was totally necessary. Let's do iTunes <laughs> comment of the day. I am giving myself all the credit. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Not so new best friends. From Marissa H. from Brooklyn. I began listening to ARI YNBF in what felt like a different life. I was in a horrible internship in the throes of my first year of graduate school, and Allison was under the cloud of her previous employer. I have since listened as Allison got married, experienced losses, and recovered with grace and a sense of humor. While I, in turn, finished graduate school, got a great job as a therapist, and yes, I wonder about those lobster dreams. Had my heart broken <laughs> twice, got a dog, and found some lovely happiness. The podcast has woven throughout all of that. You are all beautiful, funny, engaging people, and I appreciate your company as I walk my dog all over Brooklyn, giggling audibly from neighborhood to neighborhood. Uh, often, even Allison's old haunt carol gardens yes oh that's wonderful this has been a stable thing while my life was in flux and sometimes that is huge i feel like i know you all and even though it's one-sided i think that's okay a podcast relationship is a unique one and you're and you guys are delightful people and podcasters i'd highly recommend this to anyone who wants to laugh feel connected and have the opportunity to hear frank explorations of the vicissitudes of numerous <laughs> lives what a gift thank you so much for that very nice comment if you would like to leave us a comment itunes.com slash allison rosen is where you go leave us a nice comment al will read it perhaps 
Now, when you said, oh, that is wonderful, was that part of the comment or was that you, Al, commenting on the wonderfulness of <laughs> that moment? Of Carol Gardens. <laughs> oh, no, that was just me riffing. I just added that in. Seamless riffing, Al. good. Now I see why you were the hit with Extreme Scat. What was your what was your? Uh, we were the Wild Scat. <laughs> <laughs> When people ask you what your podcast is about from now on, you it kind of would suck if you don't say, it's a frank exploration of the vicissitudes of numerous lives. <laughs> Truthfully, that's like, that is the best way to describe this show ever. I know. Usually I say it's a panel where we just talk about a bunch of stuff. But this is, this is <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, gold. the Thursday show. But really, this is a frank exploration yeah, of the vicissitudes of norm- numerous lives. I've always said it was of vicissitudes. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way, I also love the idea that when Allison hangs out at a place, she's haunting it. <laughs> Her old haunt. That's really not what your... Oh, I guess that kind of is what your old haunt means. Yeah. Okay. I like to think I haunt the kitchen. You haunt, yeah, you haunt the kitchen. I ran into Daniel in the kitchen at our own house where we lived together. Where we, I think think we lived together. My own stomping grounds. She ran ran into me, but I didn't run into her. I dropped by the kitchen hoping to run into Daniel. Sure enough, he came around the corner and there he was. My husband who lives here. Yeah. What's well, a long hallway? It does feel like you can run into someone. <laughs> what if you ran into someone besides Daniel? Oh my How gosh. fucking terrified would you be? That would be pretty horrifying, unless yeah. it was Wendy. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, Allison gasps when she looks through the, the door thingy when I come here. Almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's expecting me. I knock on the door, and then she opens the people and goes, ah! No, you didn't knock. It's just though. the way you look. I did knock. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear the knock. You just were randomly opening the people. <laughs> well, I did. Like, it was our eight o'clock people yes. check. <laughs> Quarter to eight. Got to check that people. <laughs> you never thing. know. It could be a man when on the night. <laughs> when I'm expecting someone, I do actually repeat. Every time Wendy makes a noise, I'll think she hears something. So then I get up and check it repeatedly. So she was making some noise. So. I she probably was making noise because you knocked, but I didn't yeah. hear you knock. But we also give Wendy way too much credit. Yeah, that's she true. doesn't Makes, have any yeah. idea. Well, so anyway, <laughs> no she's idea. making some noise. So I came up and I'm like, I'm a hundred percent sure Jeff is there. I'm a hundred percent sure Jeff is there. And then I opened the peephole and went. Ah! <laughs> but I do it. Every, I don't know what it is. And I was telling Jeff as a kid, especially in the middle of the night, if I like was walking down the hallway and I knew. I was absolutely certain there was someone there. I still would jump every time I saw them. Thinking of my mom specifically. I just, I'm just a jumpy person. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for me to not take it personally after a while, but I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't! I jump when Alan. Alan scares me around the house all the time. All the time. I by just, running into you in rooms. Yes, I will. He'll, he'll like crouching in the dark next to the he bed. He will come into the kitchen and I will go. <gasps> you won't and even... it's like I know you're home. Yes, but I can't not do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a physical response. It's and it's weird, yeah. and I don't know why we do it. How do you feel about it, Al? I I feel whatever. I don't know. It's, I, sometimes I feel like hot take. Like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you're doing the dishes, and I like came up to be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And you're like, "Ah." <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. It is weird because I should realize you're there, but it was but weirder. I, well, this last week, I like got up to go to the bathroom like four in the morning, 
And then oh, Sam started crying. And I like come out of the bathroom to make a left turn into our bedroom. And she's like leaving the bedroom to talk to Sam because she's crying. She's going to go talk to her. <laughs> and like, you know, when it's dark at night, because you, you like, yeah. you're in a bright like bathroom and then mm. you turn the light out and you can't see anything. And she's just. And he like elbowed I, me in the face. I turn oh, the no. corner and she runs right into me. And I'm like, it's me. Because I thought she was thinking that I was an intruder. <laughs> No, I'm like... And then she's like, why didn't you move? I'm like, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then we had to apologize. Like, I'm very, very sorry. I just couldn't see anything. It's a, I didn't it was know. fine. Yeah, it was fine. I was more out of it anyway, because when she starts crying at like three in the morning, yeah. I, I'm like a zombie that walks to her. But sometimes I don't remember going there, putting the binky in her mouth, and then suddenly I'll be back in bed. It's like, because I'm so beyond tired at this point <laughs> that it's you just i go into this like weird mode so when we ran into each other it was like a real wake up so that's why i think it was yeah. scarier yeah it's that thing where when you get up in the middle of the night to pee or whatever you don't want to really wake up yeah you yeah. just want to like kind of just do enough that's required to make a toilet i almost never do that you never get up in the middle of the night i never do oh. i just go I to think sleep and that's it our whole relationship mm-hmm. i can remember once that you pee maybe, in the middle of the night and i would know because i don't sleep well so mm-hmm. I'm aware of it all. How do you do that? So amazing when people sleep mm-hmm. all night to me. That is so fascinating. How do you truly really incredible? I feel the same way in reverse. Like, well, you're asleep. What's this thing where you get up all the time? Get <laughs> <laughs> Just commit. But to go back to the jumping, Jenna, do you agree with me that... It's more alarming when the person just casually is like, hey, what's going on? You're like, ah! Yes. What, what would actually prevent me from jumping, and I'm not sure I'm advising this, but... Is when not gonna, to have the mixed nuts thing that I open in front of you <laughs> with the snakes? That, definitely no. But it, like when you enter the room, be like, hey, it's me! Oh, yeah. Like, I think that make would yourself be known every time. Yes. It. That would scare you. No, I, know, I don't think... No, what you well, want you is yell. me to wear a bell around my neck so that you hear me coming down the hall. Yes. That too. I, I used to do that. I would announce myself coming into the bedroom when I would work nights because mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would get. I'd go to bed at like four or five in the morning. Hey, mm-hmm. what's going on, everybody? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. And I'd have to like creep in, and be like Jenna. It's me. I am. I <laughs> finished does. working. Yes, because otherwise I will <laughs> feel him get in the bed right. and then jump out of bed and go. <gasps> right. And then my heart will be racing because I think someone's getting in the bed who right. shouldn't be getting in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Jenna, you have the most classic like 1950s actress reaction of Shark. <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. She really could do like a remake of, you know, The Blue Lagoon or whatever that movie the was. The Blue Lagoon? Creature from the Black Lagoon? <laughs> the Black Lagoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not The Blue, Blue Lagoon. Blue yeah, Lagoon would be odd. Yeah, it would oh, be, that, it would be that a weird choice. That was, uh, that's, that's the old Chris Atkins flick from the 80s. Yeah, that's Brooke right. Brooke Shields, yeah. 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 Brooke Shields. You got to mention Chris Atkins. No, the other one, Black Lagoon. Mm, I don't know that one. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I did perform at Lagoon, so I just feel like it would be appropriate. It works. Yeah. But I, that's real. That's a real shock gasp. We but do it, again, that's please? what I really that's what do. She sounds like though. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm. I feel like weird oh, about it. <laughs> You're self conscious about yeah. your fear. Mm-hmm. But I bet you have a good like horror scream in you if you wanted to do that. Possibly, I don't know. But it would fry your vocal cords. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. And these precious things, <laughs> I better save them. Cat. <laughs> just cat. Now we need to hear more. <laughs> just cat. I know. I'm just a cat. <laughs> I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. It just gives me nerdy chills every time I la, hear la, it. La, 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 <laughs> la. Cat. 
Mm-hmm. You guys, you probably need a t-shirt and we have them available. Go to the store on my website, alisonrosen.com. And also, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are, click the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you guys so much for your Amazon support. Thank you so much for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of the page. Um, Patreon coming soon. And we have bonus episodes available. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Also, Dequants on the snappy. You can get these in the store of the website, also on iTunes, also on Gumroad. I feel that I have thrown all this info at the listener and in too short a space. I should have peppered it throughout the... That was my thing. I was going to pepper it throughout the podcast. And instead, I just dumped it like a big clump. What am I doing? Um, I feel like sometimes somebody show, wants that salty clump. <laughs> that's you know? right. I Thank feel like you. sometimes on the show now, when you start doing the, what's this part of the show called? The, the plugs, plugs, I guess. I feel like when you start doing it like at a spontaneous time in the show, that I can like feel the like how excited you are about the spontaneity of not doing it at the end. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, but then my excitement over the spontaneity of it turned into fear over the savory chunk of plugs <laughs> that someone's getting all in one but chunk. that's the normal plugs right dequants did you just snappy <laughs> maybe it, the drop reminded you of it mm-hmm. dequants on the snappy that's where you find it <laughs> let's do just me or everyone sometimes i ponder on something i have thought or done is it just me But first, Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter (laughs) (laughs) at Colonel Jeff Fox. Oh, yes, I did. Guilty. Daniel, Daniel? not even prepared. You know what we're doing? We're doing the plugs. (laughs) But different plugs than before. Daniel Quants, uh, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on Snappy. Oh, oh you love it. On the Snappy. I don't love it. Sorry, uh, I'm groaning over. Let's hear it again and listen to my groan. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh God. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Alan uh, at the hashtag Al on all social media platforms. Peach, are you on Peach? I'm not on Peach. Is that a real thing? What is it? Yeah, Peach. What is it? It's a social media platform. Jenna, where can we find you? Peach. (laughs) I don't know what it is, though. Don't go Do you know what it is, Allison? No. Well, hence my what is Peach. I don't know. Peach was this thing that like, do you know what it is? No. Like three months ago, like there was one evening on Twitter where like everybody was like, let's all join Peach. So I joined Peach. But I don't really, but I, so I am at, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I am at Dong Attack on Peach, but I don't know anything about Peach except mm. for that I'm on it. Four of calling. I was yes. not invited to this it's Peach party. No, I missed Twitter that night, I yeah, guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones features the hashtag Al <laughs> and uh, you should check it out at com slash podcast or on iTunes etc etc and also la 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 <laughs> your stand up comedy is on Sirius oh, yes, XM right it now it is sorry not sorry also it's also called sorry not sorry with Jenny Kim Jones you can hear it on Sirius XM Laugh USA and Jeff and Larry's comedy roundup awesome mm-hmm. Greg at dong attack on peach <laughs> 
How did I miss Peach? Peach. I'm so curious, but I also feel like maybe it's something I wouldn't fit in. We should at. all go on Peach. I don't know if I have... I mean, I was so hesitant to do Snapchat. Make room for Peach. Oh. Wait, so mm. what is Snapchat? We don't know. I don't know. I have it on my phone. It. We cannot look at it, but that's not really good pod. No, it's not. But you know what? <laughs> WW leader Amy says... And I'm wondering in particular, Greg, if you do this, check out setlist.fm for shows mm. I'm going to and study lesser known songs. I didn't even know setlist.fm exists. Never heard of it. Use it commonly. <laughs> I use it all the time. So this is setlists. Set, mm-hmm. All setlist.fm yes. is, is it's just a user generated site or user. What's that called when the users, user, user con- community, user community. Where when a band is on tour, every night after the show, somebody uploads what the set list is. Oh, okay. I don't. I mostly use it where like I went to a show last week and and I was like, oh, I wonder what songs they're playing to get excited about the show. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I can I, see doing that. I use it all. The, I think it's most for people who are into bands that are constantly touring, like a Springsteen or a Pearl Jam mm-hmm. or a Fish. Like what's on the rotation? Yeah, what's what's in their current rotation? What would I get lucky to see that? Yeah, night? you went to I Thermals, right? I went to the Thermals. How last was weekend. it? It was great. Yeah. They're fun live. My favorite fun band. Live. I was unable to go, but um, but I'm glad that you went. Yeah. They, there's a real throwback vibe going to see them to the 90s. There's like that grunge. People will mosh and shit. It's fun. Yeah, I took I my 14-year-old nephew. I'm not saying the music is grunge. I'm saying the feeling of the show yes, is Yes, there was moshing when we went. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah very fun. Um, yeah, there, I just discovered this some website where they will annotate song lyrics so you go on it and any song you can think of almost you you go in there and then the lyrics and then you kind of hover over a line and it'll tell you what the inspiration for that line was or what the meaning of it is were you doing this with hamilton is that song no 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 no, no. i was doing this i was doing this with a kanye song actually that i was like what the hell is he singing about and uh and then i just got lost in it it's pretty cool it's www. I don't fucking remember. Chunky right. chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable, <laughs> chunky chicken vegetable, chunky chicken vegetable. Sometimes though, I he- <laughs> I hear about all these things on the internet, and then I go, "Wow, there's all these people who are constantly putting information on the internet, and here I am just using it and never contributing." <laughs> it's kind because of rude. I don't ever go to these sites, and I never upload things that are like useful for other people necessarily, like. A set list from a band. So that means you wrote down the songs as they happened, and then you took that list, and then you put it up. I just don't know if I'm... Well, like Yelp reviews. It's like so much work. Has Maybe anybody too here, lazy for the internet. Has anybody here written a Yelp review? No. Never. I've only written, when I've been really pissed off. I've only written one. Wait, you have two? I've written one, Wait, 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 wait. We should guess what Greg was inspired to write his Yelp review for. <gasps> oh, what was yours about? He's uh, done, done three. Three? <gasps> I didn't even yeah. know. They were all negative? I'm, I'm, I'm under an anonymous name. Mm. What, name. Yeah. what happened? Uh, first, it was in Chicago, and I actually was really happy with the service. Was that the Hair Force? I was not the Air Force. <laughs> I was not happy with what they did to my hair. Uh, it was like just a tire shop, and like they were really good. They like fixed my car and told me like you actually don't need to fix these other things like they were really honest so I wanted people to know because I feel that's, like that one's really tough. That's good. That's helpful. Uh, and then we lived in an apartment building, and they were terrible to us, and I felt like they screwed us over. And oh, I, they I did. always like I like take pride in how good you guys a, both lived there. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was, it was like, our first, first building. apartment uh-huh. when I married, and I feel like 
I take pride in being a really good renter. Like when I leave the place better than I found it, I don't mark the walls up. It's always like really clean when I leave. Very and believable. I believe a hundred percent that Al. People have asked us. Did you guys even live here? It's so perfect. Yeah, she oh, was wow. like, oh my yeah. gosh. Like, wow. How long have you lived here? And we're like, oh, we lived there for a year. But they were so terrible to us that, and it, it was like kind of a hostile takeover. Uh-huh. A, a management company had come in and taken over. And the we, yeah, the okay. building went terrible. I still get mad thinking from about when it. They, they, just, they just did terrible things as far as like, all of a sudden, none of the trash was getting taken out in the mm. facility. They bought Jeez. like random lawn chairs and no one used the swimming pool for the whole year we were there. And they bought these lawn chairs so that the new manager who lived in the property could lay out of the pool. It was like she just bought new stuff just for her use only. So I just like, I just left a review that was like, these people are terrible. If they buy your building or start managing your building, move out. They're the worst. Um, and we then the did. other one was, was this the place that you lived in before the place you're this at This was two now? places oh, ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, we were going to be moved. We actually were moving into another apartment in the same building because mm-hmm. we loved it. And we were so excited. We had renters. I mean, we had a movers ready to go. And then they just said, we could The management company came in and said like, Oh yeah, that previous agreement doesn't exist. Yeah. We're not going to stand by. And then they gave it to the lady who was managing. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so annoying. Sorry. And then I, I left one for uh, the movers. They were like really awesome. And I threw them a bone. Oh. Nice. Look at yeah. you. So I guess I'm... I had no idea. You're like active Yelp I'm not active. User. That's people, active to me. Yeah, right? active I don't like it. Is, what's your alter ego on Yelp though? I mean, uh, I'm not going to let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you tell us after you. the show? Yeah, I'll tell you after okay, the cool. show. Yeah. That's some inside shit right there, folks. What if there's a review of this show on Yelp? <laughs> oh, and it's by Al. <laughs> I know. But we wouldn't know, but we it might know. be. So, Greg, what did you review? I... Or take down. My <laughs> review, which is probably a full page long. I'm a dick. Yes. <laughs> it pertains to a battle that I have with a market in Venice. That I There's want. an ongoing battle? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear about this? Yes, please. Let me give you <laughs> a little insight. I'll, I'll send cares. the review. You can put it on your... Allison Rosen is your new best friend website. Does the market know that it's in a battle with you? <laughs> I'm not sure they know that. De- they know that I have, I have beef. Okay. So many mornings, we live near a market called Rainbow Acres, and I get juice at Rainbow Acres in the morning. Rainbow Acres is a natural foods market in the That's Venice cool, area. That's cool, bro. That's so, the way shit goes down. No, it's true. <laughs> um, so it's a natural foods market near where I live. I get juice there, and they also have an area where they sell breakfast burritos in a warming container that are homemade there. So here's the deal with Rainbow Acres, and I fucking hope you're listening to this, people who work at Rainbow Acres. I'm sure they are. You order your juice at Rainbow Acres, and then they give you a slip that says what juice you have ordered, and you cannot, and then you have to take that slip to the front of the store and pay for your juice, at which point you get a sticker that says today's date and a straw. And then you return to the counter where you ordered the juice and they give you your juice. You show them the sticker, which indicates you have paid for it, and the straw. <laughs> you cannot get what is, the... Wait, what does the straw indicate? The straw just indicates you have... It's another way of indicating that you have paid. You cannot get the straw until you have paid. So it's a, it's a fail-safe. It checks some, as well, it were. Let me, let me get, give me a second here. Okay. But a person so, could bring a straw. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you can also drink juice without a fucking straw. You don't need a straw <laughs> to drink anything. I don't know. There's nothing that requires a straw to drink. So it's not as much fun. Here's the other thing. So they have a limited supply of breakfast burritos. So in order to pay for the breakfast burrito, you have to get it out of the warming drawer and take it to the front, pay for it, and then return it 
to the warming drawer oh my God. while you're waiting for your juice, but there's no indication that the burrito has been paid for. So on several occasions, I returned a burrito to the warming drawer, went Jesus. to wait for my juice, and somebody else took the burrito. So they're selling it twice. So initially, I confronted one of the people and was like, what's going on here? And they were like, you know, we've had people walking out of here with juice. And I was like, okay, okay. And then the <laughs> thing happened with the burrito... And then I like asked to talk to the manager and I was like, is there really a lot of, is juice, has juice theft been a real problem here? Like, is there just people just raiding your store for free juice? And she's like, yeah, it's been a thing. Thanks. And then one time I put my burrito back in the warming drawer and I forgot about it and I left without my burrito. And I went back in the next day and I was like, I paid for a burrito yesterday and I put it back in the warming drawer and then I left. I'm going and I'm taking a burrito now and I'm taking one. And then I said again to a woman who worked there, I was like, why can't I just go to the front and say, I'm having a burrito and I'll be getting it after I get my juice. And they said, we have to scan the burrito. Or why can't you just have the burrito with you and then when you're done, pay for it like every other Yeah, why do you have to put it back? How could you do that? Because you can't collect your juice until you've already paid for your (laughs) juice. So in order to do that, you would have to pay twice. So there's no way to do that. There's, oh it's impossible. The it only way to like something other places The only way yes. to do it is to order your juice, pay for your juice, return your burrito to the warming drawer, wait, pray some, or hover over it, pray somebody doesn't take your burrito, and then get your juice. Anyway, it's fucking ridiculous. Does Amnesty this, International know about this? Um, no, but I've thought this about is, telling the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. <laughs> this is why, like, when they they always say the statistic of like ninety eight percent of businesses fail. Okay, yeah, that's that. how hard it is to be an entrepreneur in America. Ninety-eight percent of it is probably just dumb. The bullshit. entrepreneur's fault, <laughs> yeah. like right. making terrible decisions and not seeing that that's a huge I, operational issue. I did suggest to them Al, one time as a joke. I said, "Why don't you make a warming drawer for burritos that have been paid for?" Oh, so that's that people, smart. But yeah. they sort of looked at me. I was. It, it's actually not smart if you think about it. It's crazy. It is crazy to have a separate warming drawer for burritos that have been. Because in a way, you're playing on their level. I don't understand. The taking it back to the warming drawer. I'm still lost on Why this entire process. Why would I hold process. it for five minutes while I'm waiting for my juice to get done? Put it in a bag and have Oh, it so with you're you. saying yeah. you put it back in the warming drawer to keep it warm for yourself. Yeah. You don't what? have to put it back But you in don't the have drawer. to put you it do back not in have the warming drawer. No, oh, okay. oh, I'm sorry. I thought that I was thought like... They're like you right. you can't have it. Too no, you can juice. hold it and sit there and watch it get colder and feel it get colder and colder and colder and colder and colder while you wait for your juice How to get. How hot done. do you like your burritos? <laughs> Smoke it. You can yeah, wrap it in a towel. You could have one of those little lunch things, or even better, you could get a roll of those little stickers that say "paid." And when you buy one, you put the paid sticker I, on. That it. is a viable idea, but I feel like that's the responsibility of Rainbow Acres. Not correct. Of, not that's the, correct. correct. Not they should be the looking at it from a customer's perspective, and, and they're they not. shouldn't have to solve their own problems. Fuck you guys yeah. and your juice stickers and your prepaid system. Why, it why sucks. you can't put a, a POS at the back of the place if if you if people are coming in for burritos and juice? Put a point of sale in the back of the store. Yeah. I'm glad you said point of sale yeah, because I, I that, that answered my next question. Get a get a roll of stickers that say sold, like red stickers that say sold, and put it on top of the warming drawer, and then people oh just gosh, peel them so off. So many stickers. Just do There's just the, a lot of stickers one, happening. This Greg's burrito has been popular. What about this, Al? Just trust people not to steal juice. What about no, that? Can't do that. about that. Can't do that. Not here in Southern California. People really love people, juice here. I still don't steal, understand why that you can't go in, steal. buy the juice, get the juice, and then pay for it. Well, no, you can't do that. Why? The burritos will be gone by the time he gets his juice. No, but also, if you go to the juice counter, you can't just stand there and wait for them the whole time, right? 
They won't what? give you the juice until they you've paid They won't give you the juice the until you've paid for it. Yeah. You right. order it and yeah. you cannot collect the juice until you have paid. Do you have another market in your neighborhood that sells juice? <laughs> and warming your burritos? Not as Sunny cheaply Delight. and not on my way to work. <laughs> Is the issue that people get the juice and then drink it while they're shopping? Probably, yeah. Or walk out. That I don't know. I don't out. think there's an issue. I don't think that this place mm. has been besodden. I, I believe that there's an issue. Besot. Besot? Besot by Jews. Besetted. Then. I don't think it's that's It's part the of right their vicissitude. <laughs> yeah. Plagued. Because at um, the grocery store growing up, there was a bakery. I assume this is how it works at most grocery stores and bakeries. And you get something and they put a sticker on it and then you just pay for it at the end. Yes. Like on that's, a Danish or something? Yeah. 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 Anything. How do they do it at Whole Foods? Don't they sell juice at Whole Foods? They do. That's probably, what, that's what I I'm bet saying. at Whole Foods you pay for it at the. You at do. The, the, the POS is right there where yeah. you get it. So. <laughs> that's right. Good point. Work. Thank I like you. It. I like it. So anyway, what was your review? My review is basically a. It's like a page and a half treatise about this policy and ways that I think they could remedy it and reasons that I think that it's not I, necessary. I like reading those reviews because I'm always like, who is this person? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, they're definitely the ramblings of a crazy person. I will give it to you. I would like for you to help me spread the word about this. Well, would, would I you, am. Would you consider putting this on your website? I don't really think that's weird. Oh, I'll put I, a link to it. Okay. That's yeah, fine. Sure. Thank you. I would like help. <clears throat> I want to bring this place Rainbow down. Rainbow Acres sounds like it could be a great sitcom, though, where a lot of this drama could unfold. Rainbow yes. Acres is like a, a gay retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. Also a great sitcom. Yeah, I'm just be. saying. Yeah. yeah. The... um. Did the manager respond? Because that's always my favorite. When the no, oh, yeah, yeah. I like they didn't too. respond, but it has like seven smiley faces next to it of people who said they thought it was funny. What I don't... That's fine. Nice. But I want, <laughs> I want action. Mm-hmm. This is like my... I want a breakfast like, burrito. This, I care more about this than who the president is. Does it bother you sure. when you're like legitimately upset about something and then people think that's funny? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would like people to be entertained, but in this instance, I would like there to be action before I would like there to be Have you called the local news yet? I don't think I could get traction on this story. Or the city council? I don't know. Or, I don't think... It's not really a city... It's not under their purview, per se. Great. But I pretend to... My, this is... We need to have the, a sit-down with The owner. relationship between me and the market partially fuels me as well. I like that sort of antagonistic relationship. That's part of, <laughs> that's part of the story nemesis. of me. But I also want them to change it because to me, that's like... That's that's my cause. Wait, I'm sorry. What's part of the story? What is first of all? What is the story of you? And how's this part of it? Judging things I don't know about. <laughs> that is the story of the divorce. <laughs> oh, it's too good. I'm so pleased with myself. That was perfect. Know, really. <laughs> By the way, you could make a documentary about that. That really moves the needle, like the Sea World thing. <laughs> this is my black fish. fish yes juice fish i want to win juice so badly there's a tiny part of me that wants it to go on but mostly i want to win because i feel like it's an injustice do you walk in and sometimes it's like they they know who the fuck is oh here yeah right now like, they, like it's that guy that wrote the review you're their newman a bunch of times <laughs> i've looked at the dude who's supposed to check your sticker on the way out and just looked at him and walked right out without putting the sticker on, without showing him the sticker. And dared I've dared them to chase me out of the store, which they would never, ever do in a million years. Don't you think your juice is getting clammed in at this point? Oh, what's, what's clamming? Something. <laughs> ro- oh, yeah. Uh, I, I welcome it. 
It's oh. protein. If really? So, yeah. I, I welcome no. whatever. Gross. You welcome petty their acts, clams? I welcome it, yeah, because I will, I will rain hell upon them. But um, see, yo. they're not going to do anything about <laughs> it because you keep buying their stuff. It's a good point. Solid point. You like go, cu- clearly you go a lot. You got to vote with your wallet, Greg. Wait, Jenna, You're reinforcing no, their Al, negative behavior, yes. Greg. If I, they would never notice if I was gone, but they notice if once they a month. They might. <laughs> I, <laughs> but they do notice if once a month I make a pointless and sarcastic comment at the yeah. counter. Something to this extent of like, How, a lot of juice stealing this month. How's the juice stuff been yeah. this month? They noticed that. It's but like, they might just be like, oh, another asshole from Venice. <laughs> no maybe, offense. Maybe. It's like having a neighbor that's at war with you, and every week they drop off a tray of croissants <laughs> and then say, and then just sort of make a snide comment and leave. And you're like, man, this war is awesome. Right? <laughs> well, I would, I would <laughs> say that uh, in my experience in retail, you may just be dealing with people who have no power and don't care. I know I'm I think, dealing with people I, who don't care. I think that's what it is. It's yeah. like... I can't like they would get mad at me at Dairy Queen for not having chocolate ice cream, and I'd be like, I, "Is it what like do you a, want from me? I, I, I yeah. I'm a junior in high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not I'm your sorry. family recipe. I'm a kid. I don't know. Like, what, else, what do you want me to do? Alan has used that line several times recently. <laughs> really? I'm yeah. a kid. Because <laughs> like I feel what like are we, the other circumstances. I don't know. It's just whenever you're like beating on someone that has like no clue or like right. I can't control that I don't I'm not the dairy king. I don't have <laughs> I can't make chocolate decisions. I don't know. <laughs> Is it a patriarchy? I can dip it in chocolate or I, I can can't swirl make in chocolate. Chocolate decisions. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like you're probably dealing with people who have absolutely no control and it's probably a toxic Who controls the juice? Is <laughs> yeah, what we need to, the bottom. to get. We need to, to go to Rainbow up. Market Corporate. Acres. Rainbow Acres. Rainbow Acres. Corporate. Yeah. Follow the juice. <laughs> How does your wife feel about your the story of Greg? About, in in terms of, of my wife has no, with a, the juice place. She has her. actually an equal amount of vitriol towards Rainbow Acres. Oh, yeah. I don't think right. Uh, I think her gripe is that occasionally she's bought some fruits and vegetables there and prepackaged foods that were rotten. Mm. And also, Ooh. I actually feel worse saying that than I do the yeah. whole thing about the juice stuff. Why? Because, I don't know, but that one feels like it's more That's- of a kick in the nuts to them than the juice. <laughs> the juice thing feels like you could hear me say it and go, Greg is a fucking lunatic. I'm still going there. But if I, I told question, you the food was rotten. I question your commitment to raining hell upon them since you don't want anyone to know that their fruits and vegetables are occasionally rotten. He likes the juice and the (laughs) I want to rain hell upon them, but I want to do it fairly. Okay. Is this like a co-op situation? And you want the fight to go on indefinitely. Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do. I'll win that one. I I foresee a day when all I'm asking is that I go to the counter and say, and I'm having a burrito. I imagine you walking in there in a tattered pink bathrobe and slippers. <laughs> With a megaphone? Yeah, and just be like, I want my burrito. I'm here and my New York Times. The, I will say that the time that I forgot the burrito, I walked in, went to the burrito station, looked at the woman, was like, I forgot my burrito last week, grabbed it and walked out of the store. Fuck, and that's I, pretty I impressive. dared them to say, and I was so ready that if someone tapped me on the they shoulder to turn around, I had like... A three thousand word treatise. I was ready to say off the top of my head if they had so much as tapped me on the back, but I walked right out of the store. This well, is quite the jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. We've been through one. Yeah. <laughs> this started from talking about setlist. One setlist.com, Everybody, <laughs> check it out. Dot FM. Dot FM. It's awesome. Okay. Ray Morgan says, weird that when you're broadcasting, you are behind the mic, but on video, you are in front of the camera. Just mirror everyone. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff? 
Mm. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Is anyway. that person on edibles right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that much of a deep thought. <laughs> hey, I'm defending them. Yeah. It's a deep thought. I feel like, let's see, in front of the camera. Well, that makes sense. But you behind the mic. You could be in front of the camera and behind the mic. I mean. Yeah. You could be in, would, would you never say in front of the mic? On the mic. In front of the mic. Hmm, prepositions. Okay. James Leroy Wilson says, the constant applause and cheering on late night shows is a million times more annoying than the laugh track on bad sitcoms. Disagree. 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 Laugh tracks on bad sitcoms are a nightmare. I think they're both annoying. I kind of love a really bad canned laugh track. There's always that one screamer. Yes. I just love the fade up and the fade down on those old ones. I worked on a show once with a laugh track, and there's a dude in Hollywood who's considered like the king of laughing, and he goes to your audio mix, and he has this box that he pulls out that has like 10 million different laughs in it, and you literally say to the dude, like, he's like, he tries to do it on the fly. That's his thing is he can watch your show and hit the right laugh on the fly, and then you watch it back with him, and you're like, ah, right there, I feel like it's more of a they getting it later laugh, like, ah, uh, oh, and he has that laugh teed up. And he could do, he did like half hour shows and, you know, I, I want to think this guy has a different name for each kind of laugh. He does. Yeah. He yes. absolutely does. It was fascinating to watch him work. And he's like 60 years old, and he has this little box with like a TV, the thing you eat in front of your TV with. TV yeah. tray. TV, TV tray. tray that he sets up, and he laughs shows with, by pushing like these giant buttons. Yeah, there's a lot of That's CBS me. shows that the laugh track on them is just unbearable. It's right. like, what are you laughing at? I have no idea. Do you think he does that when he's at home on Sunday nights <laughs> watching like Game of Thrones and he's just doing like <laughs> laugh track or something for his family? Uh, family, I don't know about that. Mm. I think he's probably a pretty solitary dude. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's too dark. Sorry. <laughs> just sitting there alone Poor man. with the laugh, the <laughs> empty laughter. <laughs> yeah. He just makes jokes all day and hits us a giant wood box. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, he was nice. Scooby Snacks says, anytime anyone uses the word anyways, I want to shout at them, anyways isn't a word. Um, I, I feel like yeah. I'd probably say that sometimes. This dude would shout a lot in Los Angeles. Mm, yeah. That's true. I think I went through this anyway, anyways phase at a younger age. Now I'm over it. Say what you want. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I'm so yeah. numb to people speaking like that. There's almost no grammatical slip-ups really make me crazy anymore. And there are bets just everywhere, and it was just got the digis and mm. just came. <laughs> Ray Morgan says, would happily take a drug that stops fingernails and toenails from growing, hashtag annoying human chore. Nails. <laughs> oh my god if you took this drug you wouldn't have to bite your nails i would have no nails because i would bite them down and, they and then they grow would back. never grow back but clipping your nails is fun daniel yeah, i don't has mind never, he's... i don't mind that they grow have you ever clipped your fingernails yes of course okay nails with regards <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember doing that i just <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right is it an annoying human chore no. No, no. I don't yeah. mind it. I don't mind. Guess we don't mind it that much. Shaving is an annoying human chore. That Correct. Yeah, shaving I just stops. Just be hairy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Daniel, maybe this is why you don't, you don't like food so much. You're spending all this time eating nails. Yeah, I get filled <gasps> up all day with <laughs> <Yeah>. my nails. <laughs> Spoiling your appetite. That's I've gross. been better lately, though. Yeah. No one cares about this, but I have, yeah. 
I, I care actually quite a bit. Yeah, so we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to bore the audience with this. Nails. Well, Ray Morgan, I'm sorry. It seems that we are not on the same page with your JMOs tonight, but we still love you. Mrs. Ellis 3D says, there are few things better than giving your pet a million silly nicknames. Current front runner here <laughs> is Stinks McGillicuddy. Uh, That's like the kind of nicknames we come yeah, up with. we have yeah. so many nicknames. Like My that. cat has between 12, I would say 12 and 15 names. Yeah, most of them are in Hebrew. Ooh. I have no idea what they mean, but yes, many. Yeah. Does yeah. Sam have nicknames? Lately, I've been calling her Sugar Bear. Aww, I don't know. Too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Uh, Bubba. Um, what else? I don't know if I use a lot of, uh... I use a lot of these, yeah. Yeah. Sam. No. Sammy. (laughs) Sambo. Uh Uh-huh. Samalama Ding Dong. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Sugar Bear is really a front runner right now. Mm -hmm. It's the only one that keeps coming to my head. I don't know where it came from (laughs) or why. Maybe I was eating gummy bears or something. But I think just a lot of honey boo boo. That's the one that that's why it bothers yeah. me. But uh, yeah, that's probably oh, did they true. use on honey boo boo? Well, she the, calls her husband her that. Husband, who's that? I didn't even oh. make that connection. Oh, now really? it's ruined. Oh, Thanks I a lot. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you were gonna hear about it when everyone was like sugar bear. Really? Oh shoot! Yeah. It's been so long since that show died. It's because you heard it usually like sugar bear like that. <laughs> that's how you had to hear it. <laughs> oh, that's how she said that's it. That's how she'd say it on the show. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So anyway. I call Wendy Schwaggleberg these days. That's what I mean. it, it morphs and changes. Yeah. She's my snuggleberries. Schwaggleberg. And sh- well, she's also Schwaggleberries. Schwaggleberries. Schwaggleschwaggles. Schwendelson Schwaggleberries. Wendelson Sweetberries. Well, you know, you can't have a conversation. I was thinking about this today. It's kind of fucked up that at this point, 2016, we cannot... Animals still don't understand what the fuck we're saying to them. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like animals should understand English by now. But there, <laughs> okay, there have been a couple times, though, like when I said, Wendy, you seem thirsty, go get some water. And then she walked into the kitchen and got water. Sometimes she sort of gets it. There's been twice but. where I've been like, it's like she speaks English, but that, only twice. And I've had a lot of For sure that was yeah. a coincidence, though. For sure that was a coincidence. <laughs> she was just thirsty. For sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, it was probably just Maybe. that I could tell she actually was thirsty. My mom took adopted my sister's cat and my sister used to say my cat can say i love you <laughs> and my mom called me one day and we were talking about it. she was like the cat really can say i love you and it knows what it means and i was like <laughs> knows what it means then call the news <laughs> call the new york times right mean. now because you'll be a billionaire at the end of the month if the cat says i love you and knows what it means my mom's like it said it and it was looking at me in this way <laughs> so what did it sound like did you hear <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like, fucking it sounds like a 70 year old woman hallucinating. Right. There's no way that if anybody who has an animal besides a human that speaks English yes. should immediately call the New York Times. I'm not saying they should be able to speak it, just understand. <laughs> or, or either or. The, but, it's like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, when the dogs say, I love you, and they're on the show, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That's what. But okay. I want that it's to be cute, what though. Saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm going through this with Sam right now, though, because she is a person, but most of the time she does not know what I'm saying, but I want her to so badly, for real, 
And I'm like, when do we get to the point where she will actually listen to me when I say, pick that up or move it over there? Or why don't you just roll over? I have a feeling. Soon enough. I, think. I know. It's, it's coming. Probably, it's coming. soon. Yeah. I, I have a feeling there will be a time in, say, 12 years when you'll long for the days when she didn't understand. <laughs> when she doesn't. When she, yeah. yeah she is true. a person, though. That's the important part. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. With Sam, there is the promise that one day. Right. She's She's going She's to going talk to understand back to me, yes. and then have a conversation with Wendy. It's just nothing. It's just that it's <laughs> never going to happen. She's never going to understand at word. So you end up just making up names. Well, you also left out the one nickname that has a variant that has nothing to do with her name. Noon? Nunu. The noon, the noon or the nooner. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fun. The crazy noon. The crazy noon. The n- nanner nooner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, do we stop listeners listening to this show? <laughs> uh, I think we just lost our last one. Don't okay. Go. Pamela Joe Gross says, you get too lazy to whiten teeth with white strips, even though it requires basically nothing. My thing with any sort of teeth whitening anything is not that it's, it's not the laziness. It's that it makes my teeth so sensitive mm, that I, yeah. even you though know, I want to do it, I never want to do it because I don't want to um, torture myself. I've, you know what I've been using a lot lately that really works is Photoshop. <laughs> 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 so good. And it doesn't even hurt at all. Mm-mm. Painless. <laughs> really though, have you guys done white strips or teeth bleaching or anything mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. It, the sensitivity thing's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Funny thing is when I first bleached my teeth, I did not have, I mean, I might have had like minor sensitivity, but now if I were to do it, it, I'll get, and I remember telling my dentist that I felt like this nerve pain shoot up the side of my face. She's like, oh, a zinging sensation. Was it a zing? <laughs> Which I think is in the literature. I'm like, yes. Did she so, have like a bingo card? And now it's was, like, a zing. Yeah. Hey. She was super excited over the zing, quote unquote, zinging sensation. But yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe it's just as you get older, your teeth get more sensitive because I, I initially bleached them i don't know like i feel like it was like it over 10 years ago and i could handle it then because i was a, a, um just a girl i, I was have, just a kid i'm just I'm a, a kid, kid. <laughs> yeah. i don't know if for the viewer by the way whenever al says i'm just a kid he makes that like emoji thing oh, yeah. where your like up. hands are up at the yeah. sides and, his out, and he shrugs yeah, yeah and, his, and his shoulders are shrugging just a kid. i had a dream the other night that only one tooth fell out Interesting. Oh my god! Oh, I have that. I have dreams all the time where I'm <laughs> grinding my teeth out or pulling them out. Or it's ho- it's really horrible. Wait, but normally do you have the ones where all your all teeth my fall teeth out? fall out? And now one. this one was just the one tooth that fell out. Which tooth was it? Uh, the front bottom hmm. on the left. Wonder what it was about. Is it loose? I uh, no, no. But I just thought it was weird that only one. Yes, it's a very specific problem I'm clearly having. That's located in this one right. tooth. So anyway, just weird. If anybody knows what that means, let me know. Hmm. I have the teeth falling out dream where it's like there's something stuck in my throat mm. and it's all my teeth, but there are like corn <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm like trying to spit them out. You're like, and just no non- nibbles, don't eat them. <laughs> They're like corn niblets, <laughs> nonstop corn teeth nibbles. And then Coming you wake out of up my and mouth. you're in the kitchen. If I'm, no. If <laughs> I'm like, ever, if I'm ever wearing my retainer, I tend to have this dream. Yes. Mm, I think it's just the feeling yeah. of something in my mouth mm, yeah. and like my throat drying out, maybe, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. 
I feel I've put everyone to sleep. No, no, no. I'm no, big into stuff. the dream things, though. So the tooth, the one tooth falling out weirded me out a little bit. Teeth mm-hmm. falling out is for sure a very popular dream. Yes. I, oh, yeah. I had that a couple times, and I looked it up, and whatever it said on the internet was wildly unsatisfying. It was a, yeah. yeah. One of those Bogus. dreams. Yeah, it was just vague. And but do you, do you, does a dream go as far for you where you're actually like, you know, <laughs> spitting all the teeth Yes, out? that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm. Ugh, it's the worst. Yes. I've never had that. Mm. I read, <laughs> you've never had a tooth. Al is the I've least never. tormented of all of us. Wow. So, just so you guys yeah. know. I sleep like a log. I don't think <laughs> do I Do you have dreams? I dream, but they're usually about like whatever I did He's that just day. floating down a chocolate river. <laughs> yeah. And just the pinwheel on the side. Wait, hold on, hold on. Your dreams are about what you Look, did that day? Yeah, so like whatever happened specifically that Cleaning day. Cleaning his inbox. Like, <laughs> do, do, do. He, has, he has talked about work in his sleep many times. And oh, I'm yeah. like, it'd be like you guys where you're like, what's POS? And I'm like, I don't know what you're guys, what Sal's talking about. Yeah. You'll sleep. have, well, in other words, are you suggesting or are you saying that like, your dreams are literal? No, not literal. It's, it'd be like, like as an example, we were what we've been watching Breaking Bad. Ooh. So we're behind the schedule. So you just watch the next episode. I, I admitted to it. So anyway, <laughs> I, but like I'm having a dream where I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'll pay for it. Just get the right instruments. Let's set this lab up. And I'll just have this dream like that. I'm in the show because I just watched it. And then I wake up and I start a new day. But I'll, I, as well, okay. So many dreams of lobsters. No, but I would say like, I don't think that that does not mean that your dreams are not significant. That just means that they're wrapped in something that's happening to you in the present. It just means Alan wants to be a drug lord. That Perhaps. was so <laughs> well, breaking bets. That yeah, the situation. imagery that your brain is latching onto is what you just saw, but dreams are about like the if I may, I think the emotion in the dream. So to get at the root of what you're actually dreaming about would probably be like what was what we were actually feeling and stuff. Yeah. Depends on what kind of back leader you are. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm just saying like as someone who did multiple years of dream therapy there is significance even in a dream that seems insignificant. Lobsters. Oh, yeah, I guess. Lobsters. Yeah. Lobsters. Yes. Maybe. Still dreaming about those. I just, I'm just, ima- I'm just laughing because I'm imagining Al's dream. And in Al's dream, <laughs> he's sitting at his computer with a huge smile on his face, no roof, blue sky, little bird on his shoulder, cleans out his inbox, just happily walks over, watches a little Breaking Bad. <laughs> You know, yeah, they're just happy dreams. <laughs> just happy dreams. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, are you pretty into Breaking Bad? We just finished it last night. Oh, you finished? Yeah, the we series. just we just binge watched it, and uh, I don't know. It's it's. You're not going to do drugs? No, definitely not. Won't do drugs. I guess because I avoided watching it when everybody else was like obsessed with it, and then everybody wanted to be Walter White for Halloween. And saying like how awesome he was, and I hated him the entire show. Well, yeah, he's oh, yeah, definitely yeah. not. You're not supposed to really like him. I don't. Yeah. Think. Okay. Right. Good, because it seemed like everybody was like, "This guy's so great," and like he's the worst. No, no he's, he's not. Terrible. No, he's awful. That's, that was the horrible. challenge of the show was that you kind of start, you start out sympathizing with him, and then they flip you. They make it really impossible yeah. for you to sympathize with him. It's like what did the, what did Vince Gilligan say? It was um, uh, the teacher. It's like a teacher becoming. Uh, Scarface, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, and it's just like, how does a good person become? I just a bad thought the person? show was grating. It was just like, man, towards the end, it just. But were you not into the drama? Like, how are they going to get out of this mess, or how is this going to resolve yeah, itself? Or... I mean, we liked the drama part of it, but it was just, uh, I guess, like 
people dying yeah, and like it's the senseless brutal. murder. Yeah. And it's you're brutal. Like, Man, it's just it a brutal. tough show. It was tough, yeah. yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 We should have Al on our new podcast, Vanderpod <laughs> Rules Cast. Okay. <laughs> you should have Ayala. My wife would be happy to go on that show. Well, this what? show doesn't actually exist. No, she would yet. Do it. <laughs> um wait, is your wife into Vanderpump Rules? Oh yeah. How That's have Vanderpump? you not mentioned this? Of the 500 embarrassing, not embarrassing, different shows that she watches. That's the one that for some reason she doesn't like to. That's the one that she's like, it's just on. But it's just on That's a lot weird. when she's watching the television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's into Vanderpump Rules, Every Real Housewife, and particularly Reunions, I guess. She loves Reunions. The reunions are awfully good. That's just the cherry on top of the Vanderpump Sunday. Oh, Daniel. Look how far you've come. <laughs> you guys, I need to Al- talk- By the way, A- Allison is delighting so hard in the fact that I'm enjoying the show <laughs> oh, now. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's talk about a dog. Oh, yay. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. Dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. 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 Dog, 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 That's what you are. Dog, dog, you are a dog. Dog, dog, you are a dog. Dog, dog, a doggy dog. Dog, dog, in the doggy dog world. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. Dog, dog, you are a pooch. Dog, an ugly mutt. Dog, dog, you come inside. Dog, dog, we poop on your butt. Dog. Dog, 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 Okay, so you guys, we have a repeat dog. It is Mickey. When he originally arrived at the shelter, his name was Tattoo, but they renamed him Mickey, and they call him Mickey Tattoo, like an old-time gangster. He, um, so I mentioned that the Downey Shelter, oh, for people who are just listening, thank you for uh, making it all the way this this far into the show <laughs> it's not always like this this is the segment where i talk about dogs that are available at local shelters my friend laura london is a dog trainer and she has a is is working with them to make them more adoptable and anyway i mentioned sadly that at the downey shelter which is where all the dogs that i've been featuring are from they are over capacity which means they're gonna have to they're gonna dogs are gonna dogs and cats are gonna die um, and Mickey, who we featured on the show, was initially on the kill list for tomorrow, but they got like a stay of execution. But Yikes. it's sort of critical for him. So uh, if anyone would like to adopt him, you would be saving his life. He's a four-year-old adult male. He is uh, an American Staffordshire Terrier. He, this is what it says, Mickey was surrendered in January. He was an owner surrender along with another dog. The other dog is Alpine that we featured on the show who has been adopted. He's a sweet, reserved boy that has coped very well with his current living situation. We brought him into the training program to give him some home skills like sit, down, focus, and touch. He's making progress, and we are happy to see him blossom, come down, and meet him. Um, and also, he's like nuts for fetch. He just loves to play fetch over and over and over. Um, and he's, yes, he's a sweet, uh, fairly mellow boy. It sounds like oh, and super cute. Really sweetie. If yeah. you go to, so I will have a link to his profile on my site, but if you go to his page, you can watch a really cute video with him as well. Uh, and I'll link to it on my site, but if you just want to go there, it is, uh, www.shelter. No. Yes. Sorry. 
brain fart. www.shelterme.com slash downy slash Mickey training program. So again, that's shelterme.com slash downy slash Mickey training program. Okay. I think we did all of the plugs earlier. What did I possibly... Oh, you know what? I don't think I said where to find me. At Allison Rosen on Twitter, at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F is the show's Twitter feed. I'm also on Facebook. It's facebook.com. Oh, yeah. This is an I'll say. Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen is my public Facebook page, and that is where I do most of my Facebooking. So there's also a page set up for the show, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, um, that people comment on, but I rarely post there. I would urge everyone to come over to the Allison Rosen public page because that is where there's all sorts of stuff going on. That is where I interact with people, and that is where I post stuff much more often. Um, on Snapchat, I'm Allison Rosen BFF, and uh, YouTube.com slash the Allison Rosen. I'm sure stuff I'm leaving out, but you know Dequants what? Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> we'll just get to it uh, next week. I'd like to thank everyone for being on the show, and uh, listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 